Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I still don't freaking understand what the fuck a chestnut is. I, I was just Googling it. I'm like, so is it a vegetable? Is it a nut? Well, it depends who you ask. Uh, some might say uh, a chestnut is just a nut that you crack open around Christmas time and you eat its delicious contents. Uh, some might say it's, like, it's it something like a you do after you pay someone $200 and then you you know you give them the old chestnut. Um, but usually usually $200 has 200? to be exchanged at least. Motherfucker, I, I don't <laughs> do that shit for free. <laughs> Chris.more.comedy. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> All right, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast, the greatest Christmas podcast known to man. It's the Frat Chef Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Moe? Hola, yo, what's up, bruh? Ho, 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 motherfucker. How you doing, sir? How you feeling? Yeah, you know, it's Christmas time. I feel good. I feel happy. Did you know How that you? December 22nd is mm-hmm. the 14th anniversary of my new face? Oh, wow. The 14th anniversary of your new face. So yeah, my face is almost legal. Yay! My face can almost drive. Your face is almost able to go to the Epstein mansion, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's perfect. It's just, it's just at that age where you're just almost at the cusp. You know, we might even make it to an R. Kelly video or two at that no. age. You know, you're, you're growing up. That face is growing up, Simo. Yeah, but pee on me, I'm a buster lip. I wish the <laughs> fuck someone would try to pee on me. It's funny that your face has seen so much, not yet not being able to move at all for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a face that sees everything yet feels nothing. <laughs> so what are you? What are your plans for Christmas? Uh, what are you getting me? Is it a pony? Like I asked, and can I name, name him Jorge? Because I want a pony named Jorge, and Julie won't buy me my pony named Jorge. So I'm counting on you, Simo, as as best friends to get me a pony named Jorge. Just saying. Um, you know what? If they'll, if they'll deliver it in the mail. You got it. Check your <laughs> well, mailbox. Well, don't deliver it, but just make sure you poke uh, holes in the box. Uh, I made that oh. mistake a couple years ago, and let me tell you, I thought I was going to make some kids Christmas. Um, I think I, I ruined uh, Christmas that year and every other year <laughs> after that. So make sure you poke some holes. It's just my, my Carlos uh, word of warning out there just to help you out. Okay. Good to know. You know what? I got one time. I got a frog in the mail. They Ew. shipped it. A frog? a frog? Who sent you a frog? I um. Well, I was younger, 
So this is before like Reddit. A, this is before Reddit. This is what how yeah, people yeah, flamed yeah. you. They send you frogs and then dead animals and stuff like that. You know. But when you <laughs> but when you're a child and you open up a box with an animal and everything's good to go, you, then you think, well, what else can I mail? You know, <laughs> I remember getting a little baby cousin and being like, did that come in a box? Oh wow. <laughs> like. I hear the frog was actually the WB frog, you know, but Simo was actually terrified of frogs, so he, so he kind of killed it by accident. Uh, he opened the box you know? and it was like, hello, my baby, hello, my honey, and Simo was like, ah! Is the WB still a thing, or is it CW now? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it changed to CW, which means the WB frog doesn't even exist. But Warner Brothers are still a thing. They're making movies. It's just not, not a channel anymore, I guess. Yeah. These are the mysteries of laugh. <laughs> Christmas, I'm not doing anything. What are you doing? Not really much of anything, man. It's it's shitty. It's Rona. Uh, I did all my shopping online, which is honestly what I always do regardless because it's much easier. I fucking hate after Black Friday or I just, in general, I hate malls. I hate being surrounded by people. I love performing in front of people. I just hate being around, like, in lines. And, you know, like, let's just say, like, being in a Walmart is one of my, my top three least favorite things to do ever in life. It feels it feels like my personal hell. Okay, what's your other two? Um, eat ass would definitely be one of them. And okay. um, number one uh, would be be friends with a gay kid named Chris. But, you know, that one <laughs> did happen. And so, unfortunately, I could not change that one. It's led to great things, I guess. Yeah, but I'm giving therapists job security. Yes, exactly. That's true. I do what I can for the mental health community. (laughs) Amen. Amen. That's a secure paycheck. So, anyways, we've been thinking here at the Frat Chat Podcast, folks, that, you know what? Even though 2020 hasn't been the best year ever, even though the Rona is rampaging through America. And even though we're not able to go to our large-scale gatherings during Christmas, or in Simo's case, his large-scale Christmas orgies that he goes to every year, this doesn't mean that Christmas is over, folks. Not at all. Oh, no, no, no. Christmas will still happen. It'll happen strong. It'll just happen a slightly different way, folks. That's why this this week at the Frat Chat Podcast, I want to give you guys some suggestions. In case you decide to spend your Christmas curled up next to that special love in your life, or if you don't have that, perhaps even a booty call on your contacts list. We've all had one of those before. Like in Simo's case, it's uh, it's his left hand. You know, it's it's, it's you know, he's pretty much has jokes that. on you. It's my right hand, <laughs> and you can tell by the curvature in my dick. <laughs> and then that <laughs> pillow that, that sits on his couch that's super sticky that no one will touch. That's like really, really sticky, and no one wants yeah. to touch it. It used to be uh, a pillow of a happy clown, but now with all the semen, it's just uh, stuck in a frown, for <laughs> sure. But while you're out there singing at home. Hang with your boo, or maybe your booty call, or maybe your right hand like Simo. We want to give you guys some ideas, because tis the season to sit around and watch some great Christmas movies. Which is why us here at the Frat Chat Podcast are here to suggest our best Christmas movies of 2020. Woo! Okay, well, these aren't in any particular order, though. No, you're correct. These are in no particular order. 
Uh, we did try to make it organized and do a cool top 10 list, but it turns out our intern Jimmy doesn't know how to count that well. So Jimmy, that's here we name. are. He's just the worst. You know, he's just the worst. So no, since we had that big snowstorm around here, I figured I'd uh, give Jimmy his punishment. You guys, so we're not going to hear him for a few minutes because Jimmy right now is running laps around the building. Um, yes, it is 23 degrees outside, but we figured uh, this is a good way for Jimmy to learn uh, the value of responsibility. So just saying. And then next, uh, to warm up, he's going to drink a gallon of hot sauce because I learned during my pledging days that that makes you tough. And we want Jimmy to be the toughest of them all. So run, Jimmy! But anyways, as Simo said, these are indeed in no particular order. No particular order. We just love these movies. And we think you will too, people. We think you will too. So for me, if I'm going to start right off the bat, the first yeah. one I got to go with is Home Alone, dude. Gotta oh my gosh, Home Alone. that's on my list too. Yeah! I mean, everyone knows Home Alone, but maybe for you youngins out there, the film follows Kevin, who is Macaulay Culkin, and who is an eight-year-old boy who defends his house from two burglars, paid, one of them being played by the great Joe Pesci, after his family yeah. somehow leaves him behind on vacation. And, I mean, this movie really does call all together, uh, makes you question these people's parenting, you know, I mean, I know they had a few kids, but it's like, how the fuck do you forget your kid? They do figure it out, like, well, they're on the plane, which is a little late. Do you in like my the opinion. first one or the second one more? I like the first one, I have to say. The second one is great, yeah, don't get me too. wrong. But I'm always a fan of the OGs more than anything else. You know, they what had I mean? a third one with a different lead actor, and I was like, the fuck is this? Oh, well, you see, they made mistake number one in Hollywood, which is take out your cash cow, that being Macaulay Culkin, and remove him out of the project and hope that said project does just as good. It just doesn't happen that way. And the kid in the third one, he's a he's a hell of a little actor. But it's no Macaulay Culkin. That's who we want in Home Alone. I don't care how old Macaulay is either. I'll, I'll, I'll suspend my disbelief for it. You know, Macaulay could have been like 43 years old and I still would want to find out how the hell his parents uh, left him alone during Christmas. And why does he live with his parents at 43? You know, that would entail a lot of plot reveals and a lot of layers to this character that I think us as viewers would enjoy, you know? And I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent, but <laughs> yes, Home Alone, great well, movies. <laughs> um, Home Alone, I think the house is in Evanston. I feel like I've driven, driven past that before. So the house, I think, is in Evanston. Um, it's it's north of Chicago in like a really wealthy suburb, a north sub, uh, Chicago suburb. And um, uh, I read this article that the girl that lived in the house said that it's like in between takes... Um, Kevin and his little brother. So his little cousin that pees the bed, that's his actual brother in real life. Yeah. And they would hang out in the girl's room, uh, like in between uh, takes, or, or they would be with their like tutor in the little girl's room. So she was like reminiscing about how fun it was um, having this cast in their in their family home. I'm pretty sure I read the exact same article. <laughs> Earlier today, oh, yeah, uh, because it also said that it came out um, like two days ago. Didn't it say that she they had to go like under the window, under between takes and stuff like that, so they couldn't be seen within camera sight and shit like that? Yeah. So can you imagine like you're gonna go take a dump in your house? And someone's like, yeah. "What are you doing? Crawl!" And then you see Macaulay Culkin is kicking Joe Pesci in the nuts. Ah, 
I think that movie uses such great music. And uh, when he's in there shaving and he puts on the aftershave. Ah. And he's, ah. I can't relate to that moment because I haven't felt my face in uh, going on 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching the movie and being like, it gave me a, a, a false sense of like security. Oh yeah, dude, that, me too. Uh, if a burglar ever broke in, I, I would think. Well, I have a few Hot Wheels cars I could throw on the floor and take them out. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd you definitely I mean? be way better prepared for <laughs> like a burglar. If, if someone tries to break into my house, you know what? I'm going to hit them in the face with a paint can. Oh, I remember face. putting like booby traps all over my, my house. Paint can with um, it. it was just what kids did after that movie. But I thought that I would be so much more adept at building uh, said booby traps to get away with stuff, but then I realized that I actually have no talent in any of this. Mm-hmm. So after after the Hot Wheels thing, you know, I pretty much ran out of ideas, you know, and then I realized most of the things that he does in the movie, I cannot safely replicate without killing myself uh, or destroying half the house. And heaven forbid I destroy anything in the house while trying to save the house. My parents are not going to give a shit that I'm after uh, trying to save some burglars and stuff. Uh, My dad's going to beat me with a belt immediately. Immediately. There were no ifs, buts, or anything about it. He would just come and whoop my ass. So, it's really not worth it. It's really not worth it to me to try to save the house. Um, I think I would just let the burglars have at it and uh, just hope they don't rape me. You know? (laughs) what every little boy should hope for during Christmas. Okay, so uh, I think Home Alone probably for me is like the most iconic Christmas movie, um, yeah. but it's uh, it's kind of neck and neck with Christmas Story. Yeah, buddy, that's a good one. That's a good one for sure. That one's got to be iconic as shit. Probably up there. Yeah, I agree. Definitely tied with Home Alone as far as iconic goes. It's uh, it's one of the most popular. Everybody loves it. And it's on all the time. Well, they played on like TBS like the entire yep, day. Exactly, on exactly. Day, right? All isn't, day. Isn't it's, like a it's an entire marathon. Over and over and over. And I think that it's set in like the forties, but yep. it was filmed what in the in the eighties? Uh yes, know. in like eighty three, I'm seeing. And it's the story of a young Dick Cheney training to get his gun so he could one day shoot his friend in the face <laughs> during the <laughs> quail hunting accident. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it started. <laughs> only, only the names have been changed. <laughs> Everything else is totally true. <laughs> if you look at the kid, if you look at him, he looks like he would grow up to be Dick Cheney. <laughs> ho, ho, ho! <laughs> That's a great movie. I am getting in the zone. Just talking about this stuff. I'm definitely going to watch that one as Dude, well. Dude, I love when he beats the shit out of that mean kid yeah. with, like, the weird, like, raccoon hat. <laughs> Fuck that I'm kid. I'm like, never let a ginger try to tell you what's up. That's what actually what I tell uh, founder of the Moon Life and dear personal friend, Nate Gonzalez, quite yeah. often. Because he'll try to step up to me and stuff and tell me what to do and, like, and stuff and be all like, Merry Christmas, man. I bought you uh, a gift. Here it is. Uh, I bought you this shirt. You go, why don't you try it on? And then I'm like, are you serious? Uh-huh. Fuck you, you ginger son of a bitch. And then I throw the shirt into a fire dramatically. And uh, he like starts to cry and stuff. You know, and he's like, oh, why are you so mean to me? I've spent all my life savings on this Christmas present. And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. That's what you get for telling me what to do. And he's like, keeps crying, you know. And then we go like back and forth like that every year. 
It's a, it's a very happy tradition that we have. Uh, he loves it. I love it. We all love it. It's great times. Great times. Yeah. <laughs> so when you throw a t-shirt in the fire, is it a literal fire, or are you just re- implying that you threw it at Nate's crotch? Fatality. <laughs> Well, it is getting kind of cold around here, a little too cold for me not to be starting literal fires because, oh, I don't know okay, if you know, okay, okay. Uh, Julie and I don't have actual heat here. We just have a dumpster fire that we use to keep us warm. Um, it's not the best. It's not the best for the environment. But it does keep us nice and toasty, and it keeps it keeps the apartment uh, smelling like that fresh trash smell that we like so much, you know, so we never have to host Christmas dinner at our apartment. No one wants to come. It's fantastic. I love it. I'm never moving. Okay. Good no. to know. <laughs> I'll do a lot of things so I don't have to hang out with people anymore. And uh, fresh trash smell is totally one of them. It's not even that hard to do, you know. You basically, just get a big bucket, uh, grab your grab your leftover Pokemon cards, you know, whatever you couldn't sell for food already, and uh, just toss them in the fire. And boom. It'll be nice and toasty all winter. You, you collected Pokemon <laughs> cards? Wow, that's a lot to unpack there. No, no. Even even for the premise of that bit, I just couldn't commit to that because I was just, let me repeat, I was not a big fan of Pokemon. You know what I, I was a DBZ though? guy. What? Did you, did you ever collect Pogs? Remember Pogs? Yeah, I remember Pogs. Slammers. And I was convinced they would cost a lot of money someday. I have a whole collection of them. And nothing happened with it. Simo has $10,000 worth of Alf Pogs from the 80s, ready to make some millions. That and Beanie Babies, <laughs> like a straight-up homo. <laughs> this platypus, Patty the platypus, is going to be worth a lot of money someday. I know, dude. I, I really don't see how you could possibly lose money with an investment like that. And it's an investment. That is for sure an investment. So keep it rocking, Mr. Mo. Keep it rocking. What a loser. <laughs> uh, but seriously, seriously, I, I will give you $12 for those pogs. Just think about it. Think about it. But I'm, I'm going to need a little bit more for my um, my brass and steel slammers. Dude, Alf isn't coming back. I've been telling you this shit for years. Alf is no. dead and he's never coming back. And even if they brought him back, they'd fuck it up somehow and then it would just be disappointed. Yeah. And then then hmm. Alf would be the new Jar Jar Binks. Do you want Alf to be the new Jar Jar Binks, Simo? Because I don't want Alf to yeah. be the new Jar Jar Binks. That'd be unfair to Alf. And fuck Jar Jar Binks. And now I'm talking about Jar Jar Binks. Great. Thanks a lot, Simo. Wasting Clearly precious art time. The worst so, character. What's your next movie? <laughs> My next one is definitely up there with perhaps my top three favorite Christmas movies of all time. And it's called National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation, featuring Chevy Chase, along with his beautiful, awesome Griswold family, who you might recognize from the uh, Family Vacation and European Vacation movies. And as you can imagine, in all their adventures, uh, the Griswold family tries to have a nice uh, Christmas vacation, and naturally, everything just goes to shit. It goes to shit, or was the shitter is full? (laughs) (laughs) Shitter was full. (laughs) It's so good, dude. And it has that song. It has the... Milikalikimaka is a thing it to sure say. It sure does. A little song that you were Hawaiian referencing Christmas last week Day. on our episode about That's Christmas the music. That's the greeting that we sing to you. 
Okay, that's enough. That's, that's, that's definitely enough. Uh, please stop. Uh, you sound... Oh, oh, God. What is... Oh, God. You sound like you've been practicing to kill. I think I memorized two whole words more than what I memorized last time. Um, well, it totally shows. Um, um, but, man, that's yeah. a great movie. And Not very good. It's got Juliette Lewis is in it. It's got David from Roseanne is in it as yep. a little baby, you know. Um, yep. Man, the whole cast is just phenomenal. For sure. And one that I would definitely a thousand percent say if you take anything away from this list and you have not seen this movie, check it out. Everybody will love it. Everybody who has seen it in front of me loves it. So follow the trend, people, and watch this movie. You'll thank us later. I think my favorite scene in that movie is when is, is the squirrel. Oh, and the Christmas tree. And that's why I do all my Christmas tree shopping at the Home Depot. Yeah, definitely no squirrels there. No living being can survive inside of a Home Depot tree. Everybody knows that. So how do you feel about, do you prefer real trees or fake trees? I gotta have a real tree, man. They smell so nice. They do, but they're so sticky. Yeah, and when has that ever stopped you before, Simo? <laughs> oh, yeah, Simo. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. I can't argue with that, you know. That's what it's like. It's like that that movie, uh, Eyes Wide Shut. It's it's Simo's life, you know. It's just <laughs> his eyes are stuck together. <laughs> oh yeah, Simo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so a Christmas, uh, a Christmas vacation is stellar. That's you know what I have a friend named Bradley, and one time uh, we were watching it. And he had a little fart machine, and um, <laughs> it's it was just fun to accompany viewing that movie, Drunk and High, with, with an fart noises. Fart. Yeah, because I mean, fart noises like, do make everything can't get better. Any better? <laughs> I mean, really, they do. It's it's something that you can use watching presidential debates. You know, uh, maybe yeah. certain speeches uh, at certain weddings, maybe at a funeral. You know, you can just pull out some good fart noises and only stop once they throw you outside. Trust me, that's how you make it a hit. That's, you know, how you really commit to a bit. And sure, they might say that you ruined your grandmother's funeral, but years later, they'll look back on it and laugh. Years later, year, like years, like they haven't done it yet, but years, I promise you, they will laugh. They will totally laugh. I promise. I promise. At my grandma's funeral? My mom and I were just taking shot after shot after shot because she had a purse full of Tawaka miniatures. And she's like, I, I can't go back in there. She's like, will you do a shot with me? I was like, will I? Shit, you got some pills in there too? You got some volume? Let's let's have a whole cocktail. Let's go. Well, Mama Mo, had I been there, I would have given you a big hug. And I do with my pants up this time so the judge doesn't get mad at me. So that's what I learned. <laughs> I was misled with that advice when I moved to America. Just saying. Totally missed Yeah, that. last time Carlos at the funeral, he tried to sing the song Killing Me Softly, and everyone was like, too soon. <laughs> too, why would you even suggest that? We met, I was, like, I was like walking into the funeral like, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> like, damn it. You don't know Jesus loves me? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so moving on with our list. So we've got Home Alone, A Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation. Yes. Um, how about, what do you think of How a Grinch Stole Christmas? Is that a good one? Ooh, now are we talking classic cartoon? Are we talking Jim Carrey? Are we talking... See, I love Jim Carrey, but I prefer the cartoon version. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's coming from a huge Jim Carrey guy. You know, I'm a huge 
Jim Carrey fan, and he did do a great job at it, but it's just so hard he to top did. the cartoon, you know? It's it's so well drawn, it's so well animated, it's so well done. The little music, it's, I don't know, it's just so simple and so well done that it's just hard to top it. What a great song. It's funny, your Dr. Uh, Zoo's voice sounds oddly similar to the voice you used in uh, the episode about gay fraternities we had in season one. Um, just saying, just saying. Check it out in the archives and let me know. And also, shout out to me for remembering that stuff because I'm a great co-host and for remembering everything about everything. I am like like a, like an elephant who is also super handsome and has great hair. That's, that's <laughs> I'm just... like an elephant. I'm huge because of <laughs> Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wearing absolutely nothing but stretchy clothes uh, since March, and boy, can they stretch. However, I will say as long as the pants shut, uh, that means I'm still a size 34. So it still counts. Man. So so what you got next? What you got next? Oh, you said um, the Grinch, actually. So it's up to me yeah. next. Sorry, I got distracted because Jimmy just got back uh, from doing his laps uh, out in the cold. And he looked really sweaty. Like really sweaty and just not all around okay. So naturally, I had to laugh at him. And um, throw some pennies at him, because that's what you do to your friends, guys. Grow up, God. But anyways, up next to my list is definitely one of the best Christmas movies of all time, in my opinion. In fact, I actually just showed it to Julia a couple of weeks ago, and she loved it as well. And this movie is like twenty-something years old, so it still holds up, guys. And this is two girls, one cop. <laughs> Actually, no. I wa- we we watch that every Friday, and you know that's how I that's a, that's how that's how I think of my groove on. End you know? of a long work week. <laughs> you know, it's a, we've been going on to almost three years, so you, sometimes you have to spice things up in the bedroom. This is where we are, um, and uh, now we're we're gonna watch it and try to recreate it. Is kind of the next step. That's what we're thinking. Yeah, you know, things things have been getting very weird in the household here with Corona. Um, but the Love movie that. is Jingle All the Way. Featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, Arnold. and Sinbad. Sinbad. Yes. And in a story as endless as time, a father vows to get a Turbo Man action figure for his son because he forgot to get it in time for the holiday shopping. So now he's stuck with all the peasants trying to get this thing. And of course, that toy is sold out like a PS5. This year, my friends, it's completely sold out. He's not going to get it. So watch with hilarious hijinks that Arnold has to come up with in order to be able to secure the Turbo Man action figure for his kid in order to get the kid to love him because that's the only way you can get your kids love this Christmas. Don't forget. Uh-huh. Don't forget. However, he's not the only one that's trying to get himself the Turbo Man. Sinbad is also in the prowl. Yeah. So they'll be competing with each other to see who can get their Grammy mitts on the Turbo Man action figure. And I'm not going to lie, it is such a good movie. Like, too good of a movie. I don't know how you can top this on this list. I love it too much. I simply love it. I love you, Arnold. You know, when Arnold ran for office, when he was the governator, <laughs> I'm in Texas. I, um, <laughs> I was devastated. So I was like, that, does that mean no more movies? Yeah, dude, me too. However, luckily, that did not come true, which means, hey, Arnold, how about a sequel? Huh? Eh? 
Grandpa tries to get another toy for their kid, it kind of writes himself. Simbat's still out there. Come on. And if he's not around and willing and able to do this, call me. I'll do it. Please, Arnold, call me. And a fun fact about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is that his Instagram is the most entertaining thing on the history of the planet. Same thing with his Snapchat. I think it's at Arnold Schnitzel because he's just great. He has a little pony, a little tiny horse named Whiskey, and, and he literally whiskey. just films this thing running around his yard. He's like, Whiskey, Wait, are you being this serious? Is I am a thousand percent serious. Check it out. This is real? This is a million percent real. He has a teeny tiny horse named Whiskey, and it runs around, and it's so fucking cute. And he's just like, oh. Oh, Whiskey, look at you, Whiskey, running around whiskey. in the backyard. Who's your daddy? What does he do? <laughs> he's the man. He is the man. He is my favorite dude ever. Coolest dude. Very self-aware. I love that he's been able to poke fun at himself now over the years. Love the guy. Super smart, too. Super smart guy. Uh, little fun fact about Arnold. One of his heroes is Winston Churchill. Something you wouldn't expect from the Terminator. But yeah. Yeah. He's smart. Um, the rest of my movies aren't really conventional Christmas movies, but they're set around Christmas time, and I think of them as Christmas <laughs> movies. So uh, so which which gay porn are we started with first? Is this uh, Santa's hose are coming on my gown? So I hear that's a classic. No, one. it's Snow White and the Seven Butt Buddies does Christmas. <laughs> that's right. That's what it is. Oh, no, I, didn't know, um, I didn't uh, know that was a Christmas <laughs> flick. I, I thought, it's a thought sequel. That, was just, that one, um, I thought that one was just timeless. I, I always play that <laughs> all, all 365 days of the year. <laughs> Because I, I need something to follow up, um, you know, Thanksgiving as a family. We always watch Pocahontas, a story of... <laughs> you gotta have Pocahontas, <laughs> or, or else you got um, nothing. Okay, so um, I like I used to love the Look Who's Talking movies. Mm-hmm. Look Who's Talking, Look Who's Talking 2. And the voice was, um, I think it was uh, Bruce Willis and Roseanne Barr. And then the, the third um, installment of this franchise... Uh, Look Who's Talking Now incorporated dogs. And oh, yeah. um, uh, it was set around Christmas time. And then they were really sad because they couldn't be together for Christmas until the end, you know. Uh, but I just thought that movie was so funny. There was a couple of scenes where, you know, what's oh what's what's the guy that was in? It's Kirstie Alley. And John Travolta. And, uh, John Travolta. And he was like, what are you going to name your dog? And the kid's like, Rox. He's like, why? He's like, because that's what he left in the backseat of the cab, you know. So, um, uh, as, just like Simo that time like, at the club when he pooped himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true story. So, you know, as a kid, I was like, wow, this has poop jokes. Take my money, John Travolta. I am the way that I am. That it really that is movie. all it takes just to make a good poop joke. Actually, that doesn't even have to be a good one, just make a poop joke and see what's on board. When I'm on a, when I'm on a date. They're like, so, you know, what's your, how many siblings do you have? So not your family. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. When's the last time you crapped your pants? <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was last Tuesday, personally. But, you know. Now I'm like, yes, a, sold. Hey, give, me, <laughs> give me a potty joke. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's go home. Oh, man. Right, so for me, another one I love is uh, Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, Bernie Mac, John you know Ritter. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh my God, you have to watch that movie. Hilarious movie. Um, Wait, who else is in it? Billy Bob Thornton. Who else? Bernie Mac, John Ritter, 
But I don't know. I don't remember everybody else in the movie. But it's an all-star cast, people. And you got to check that out, Simo. You got to check that out. Like, right now. Like, as soon as we're done with this chat, you got to check that out. Because it's a good one. It's a good one. And I would never steer you wrong. Never. It's at that one time you left your drink down uh, at the bar and I was supposed to look at it and then you asked me why it was fizzling and I said that I didn't know and you drank it and you woke up missing a kidney. Um, (laughs) Well, that time I steered you wrong. But other than that, I've never steered you wrong. So check it out. But anyways, in the movie, Billy Bob Thornton befriends this fat kid who, I'm not going to lie, is essentially me in the 90s. But again, like the elephant that I spoke about earlier, I had much better hair than that kid. You know, his is like really curly and ugly and, you know, blonde, curly hair. It's just like gross if you look at it. Like people with blonde, curly hair are usually just disgusting. You know, like like I look at them and I'm like, ew. Like every time I know one, I usually don't say it to their face. I wait till I'm stopped recording the podcast. I mean, till I'm done talking to them, and uh, mm-hmm. then I totally, then I totally do it. But yes, I have much better hair. But love the movie, love the movie. But Check then you come out. to the realization that the that the person with blonde curly hair may or may not have a stellar modeling resume, and then you feel bad about yourself in comparison. That's definitely that's that's definitely true. He was a three-time cover model for Pubes magazine. Uh, and there, magazine. He's a legacy because his mom is also the It's like if you think his hair is long, wait till you see these pubes. Turn to page three. <laughs> it was a double feature. It was one of those double posters. Page that, like, four you know. is scratch and sniff. <laughs> Hey <laughs> Each page had a little a pube sample for you to take home with you. <laughs> you could, no, if you, no, I no, hear no, rumors no. say if you plant it, it grows like a chia pet. See, 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 So a bad Santa. I sh- you know what? I, I'm going to add it to my list of things to watch. Okay, so my, my next movie is, um, I think, a classic. And it has Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh God, Danny DeVito. Oh, are you gonna say Batman? It, Batman Returns, yeah, dude. <laughs> what? It was set. It was set around Christmas. Uh, I guess that's totally true. Definitely set around Christmas. Never did think of it in any way as a Christmas movie, but as a huge Batman guy, I'm gonna allow this. Uh, this is like him See, saying Rocky is sure a Christmas that movie. That would be the top of your list. I, I mean, fuck, I love Batman. That, that movie, too, is so good. Danny DeVito is the perfect cast job for, oh for the Penguin. Gosh. I don't even think they needed to give him the makeup, to be honest. They could have just sent in Danny DeVito to do the <laughs> job just as he was. But really, it's just I used to put, like, a couple fingers in, like, one finger hole of my gloves. So that <laughs> yeah, my to, do the, to like do the Penguin fingers. Hands. Man, what a great movie. Some might say my post-corona body will look very similar to the penguins in a couple of days. Um, I would say maybe I'm just a couple of cheesecakes away from making it That's a couple of minutes. That's the most universal thing you've ever said, and I'm sure that <laughs> the majority of our listeners will be able to relate. You know, I like any movie by who? Uh, David Barton? No. Dave? No. Who? Um, who's the director? Burton. Five. Burton. Tim Burton. Tim David Burton. Burton? Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Who's David yep. Barton? Oh, that's uh, a gym. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you yeah. just made that up. That's a gay gym. That's a gay gym. <laughs> that's where you wow. go get your hand I jobs just, on Thursdays. <laughs> we just went on a journey. Tim Burton's okay, an so, <laughs> director. Tim Burton. 
uh, has some phenomenal films. Yep. I like his dark uh, tones that he does with films. You know, like Edward Scissorhands, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's on my list, too. Oh, Edward Scissorhands. That's a great movie. Yeah, that because is a that's a like Christmas movie, too. I think that one, even though you might say it's not, I think I think that's totally a Christmas movie because they meet him during Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that, I love that movie. And it's very, movie. like, cold and icy, you know what I mean? Just visually, it's very, um, like, like, wintry, picturesque. Yeah, yeah. Ice sculptures. And if you look at uh, Edward Scissorhands' face, it actually looks just like Simo after the surgeries. You know what I mean? He took off the bandages a little too fast. That's actually how they created the character. So you're like, holy shit, look at that guy. And then they're like, you know, I should <laughs> let's make a movie. When, when it's December 22nd, I will post a picture on our channel so you can see a before and after. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe you Yikes. should wait till Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> or never. Never sounds good, too. Yeah, why'd, you, why'd you do that to yourself, dude? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I no, I definitely want to see that. You know, it's it's like a, it's almost like a car crash. You you know, you got to slow down and at least check it out. Maybe we'll get some likes out of it. That's like, that's really why I support you doing it because I just want likes. So, you know, just do Totes. it. <laughs> you want to post a picture of your asshole to get us twelve Twitter likes? I'll fucking do it. I don't care. Post yeah. it. I'll take the picture. I'll take it. I'll put that shit on portrait mode. Make it real nice. Make sure you get some real good lighting around it too, you know. Maybe turn on the flash too, just to it gets you. I've never sent a picture light. of my butthole. Never. But also, never sent a dick. I pic. have looked at my butthole in a mirror, <laughs> and when I spread my cheeks <laughs> apart, it resembles a purple starfish. I, I, I hear that's actually how Simo gets ready every morning. You know, he does his hair, uh, he puts on his contacts, he turns around, looks inside his butthole real quick, and then he goes on to his day. You know, remember how um, was was it Ace Ventura who used to use his ass? <laughs> yeah, that's what Excuse I do, me. butt naked. <laughs> but when I spread my butt cheeks, I say, "Oh, what a beautiful morning! <laughs> oh, what a beautiful day!" Today's going to be a great day. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it. You know, one, one movie, actually, is it is it my turn? Did I just say one or did, or did you? I can't remember. It's, oh, um, you you kind of, like, gave one of mine away with Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay. 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 I totally, well, I did mean to steal your spotlight. That's kind of what I aim to do every show. I make sure to, actually, Jimmy sends me all your notes ahead of time. And so I make sure to say all your points. I don't know if you notice all your ideas get stolen. It's just, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's been working for me and just passing along all kinds of information, all kinds. But one movie that I definitely think is a Christmas movie is The Gremlins. Remember The Gremlins? Fuck. Damn it! That's that's my last one. Really? <laughs> <laughs> See, told you, told you. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, high five, Jimmy. Don't yeah. feed them after midnight. <laughs> don't feed them after midnight. And don't get them wet. Just like that ant you have, you know. But anyways, the movie is about a struggling inventor named Randall who visits this antique store in Chinatown looking to find a Christmas present for his son Billy. 
And basically, while in the store, Randall sees this like fuzzy cute little creature and he's all like, oh, I'm gonna adopt this thing for my kid. But uh, the store owner is like, nope, you're not ready for that kind of responsibility. And Randall's all bummed until the guy's, the store owner's son uh, decides that he's gonna do it. And he decides to sell it to Randall. But then he specifically gives them three rules to follow, which is don't feed it after midnight, don't give it water, and uh, they will die if exposed to sunlight. And within maybe like 12 hours, I'm pretty sure they broke all three rules. And of course, all hell breaks loose, and then the gremlins start going around killing people. So it's up to the kids and the parents and everybody, the family, to come together and stop these gremlins before it's too late. And then essentially, once they get it under control, it kind of just, they just kind of walk off into the night. We're thinking, it's like, maybe one day you'll have another gizmo, as they named the thing. But it's like, no, kid, you gizmo should never have another gizmo. my first dog. Yeah? That's actually what I named my penis as well. It's, it's, I call him Gizmo. Oh, nice. It's great. I'm not supposed to feed him after midnight, uh, but I usually do. <laughs> and don't get Gizmo wet. I don't think, I don't think Gizmo's ever gotten wet. No, that's right. There's a reason why uh, Julie never smiles <laughs> anymore. You know, <laughs> it's a sad life, but it is what it is. <laughs> There's always that one sexy um, gremlin, like the, yeah. the lady. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know I mean? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't call it sexy. Uh, it was definitely a, a lady gremlin, but uh, definitely would not in any way think you don't it was rub, sexy. You don't rub one out with your little willy with that sexy gremlin? Oh, uh, I'm personally not into uh, the gremlin stuff myself. I prefer to watch uh, Winnie the Pooh myself. I'm going to get my, my weird on. You know what I mean? Is Winnie the Pooh another character that you relate to? Um, let's just say Tigger's Tale. Makes me think of things I can do to my penis. I mean, what? Do you think Piglet was gay? He could be. You know, he did do a lot of things for some of Pooh's honey, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Piglet looks like he's in the closet. He's depressed about it. Yeah. There's a lot of pain behind those eyes. Definitely a lot yeah. of pain. And not like Igor. Igor's just high all the time. You know, that, that guy, they you really need to have Igor an intervention. Igor is Eeyore. Eeyore, that is his name. Igor is uh, Frankenstein's doctor's guy. He is for Eeyore, who often Eeyore. feels gloomy. He has definitely had one too many Xanaxes. Uh, they just really got to chill out. I think Eeyore's had some um, some electroconvulsive therapy and just never oh, quite wow. recovered. That's that's my assumption. I, oh, um, God. Okay, so that as was far much as movies darker are concerned, than I intended there. <laughs> this is not on my list. But um, I, the reason why it's not on my list is because I don't quite remember the plot. But I know I've seen it before. Die Hard. The first Die Hard movie was, I was set gonna, at like a Christmas party. I was going to say, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That is a question that I get asked all the time, that we hear all the time. It is a question that's put out there on the internet. It is based during Christmas. It does have a lot of Christmas-related stuff. But ultimately... Is it about Christmas? I think so. What do you um, think? You know, Bruce Willis, I don't find him attractive at all. 
not not until he got older. But, I think I think when he had like that hair, I felt like he just didn't look it. I thought I thought he was an attractive older man, but I definitely never thought anything of him when he was younger for some reason. Well, him like was he was there a scene where he was like what in, like elevator shaft or something? I don't know. I think, Ew, I think what? that you were um, looking at Bruce Willis's uh, shaft. He was like the epitome Gross. of like a sex symbol back in the day. And like I look back and I'm like, ew, somebody get your dad. Like tell your dad to put a shirt on, bros. <laughs> I will say, you know, so the movie takes place during a holiday uh, Christmas party. There's a ton of Christmas music in it. Um, you know, Santa Claus is in the movie. There's snow in it. You know, and I Googled it and it says the screenwriter who wrote it says it is a Christmas movie. So if the guy who fucking wrote it says it's a Christmas movie, who am I to disagree? So Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That was easy. Um, which which of the... Uh, there's always been like a, a gazillion um, renditions of Scrooge. Which is your favorite? Do you prefer the one with the Muppets or the one with... The- Obviously with the Muppet. It's not even... It's not even qu- Bill Murray would be one and Scrooge, but... I'm just such a sucker for the Muppets, dude. It, I, I love the Muppets so much. Vanessa Williams did one a while back, and hers was good, too. You know that, Vanessa Williams? Yeah, but, I mean, you're going to compare her to Miss Piggy, dude. No one holds a candle to Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy is my lady. Um, you know, I'm sorry, Vanessa Williams. Anything? And our fraternity brother is in it. Morning, <laughs> morning, <laughs> it's just such a good movie. <clears throat> Julie and I actually watched that uh, very recently, and it's still just as good. The first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love that movie for sure. One that I really love is The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Remember that oh one? Oh, my gosh. I went back and forth on, on that was on my list and took it off because I thought I had too many. But I watched that a lot. Oh, uh, that movie me too, dude. I had it on VHS and I watched that movie so much. It's honestly, if you think about it, uh, it it's kind of perfectly with with everything that is Tim Allen that he would uh, basically make Santa slip off his roof and die. He has to take over the job of being Santa Claus in order to save Christmas. And so he then slowly starts turning into Santa Claus in a way that's kind of reminiscent of Michael Jackson turning into a werewolf in Thriller. But instead of, like, turning into a wolf, uh, it's pretty much depicted by weight gain during quarantine. You know, he's just turning into a fat guy, like, no, don't look at me, I'm a monster! Wasn't there something where Michael Jackson turned into a Black Panther? Uh, yeah, the, the black and white video. The black and white video. Is that what Before, it was? Yeah, he, after he was done, uh, he does the black and white video, and then after that, there's like a, like a four-minute cut That's send. a callback. Thank you. <laughs> and and uh, he's out there on top of this car dancing, but there's no music, and he's just like like grabbing his crotch and like breaking the car. And he's like... <laughs> And then uh, he starts uh, dancing around, uh, grabbing his crotch for like the next three and a half minutes. And then he uh, majestically turns into a panther and then he walks away and the video's over. You know who else did that? A bunch of drag queens did that in Chicago. They danced <laughs> on top of a police car and the cre- police car collapsed the top <laughs> oh, of it. God, that's awful. Because a bunch of big drag queens grabbing their crotch. That's awful. And I'm glad so. Like Michael uh, Jackson. 
that kind of did happen. I thought I thought you were gonna say like the cops gassed him or something like that. So I was prepared uh-huh. for that story to take a much worse turn. I wouldn't be surprised. But, you know, yeah. um, uh, so Santa Claus. My only issue with that movie is that, like, how does Santa Claus die that easy? Like, he's clearly supernatural because he can like he can into a, a chimney with ease, but there's nothing that can be done if he slips off a roof. Like, come on, dude. Nothing can beat CTE. I think the research has taught you that nothing can beat it. That's why these football players are the way they are. That's why Aaron Hernandez was gay. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. I I love I love the um there is a smart Alec kind of like uh you know elf his name is he's like the elf manager his name's Bernard. Oh yeah. We love Bernard. He's my favorite. He and he I forget that guy's name. Didn't 10 things they hate about you. Yes, he was. He is the friend, and I love him. I love that guy, and I just love seeing him pop up and stuff. So, love now, him. Now, do you like the the classic movies? That, like, like my, I was talking to my mom about um, our list. She's like, what about White Christmas? And I was like, what about it? That's Old people watch that. Yeah, She's like, why? She's like, what about Miracle on 34th Street? And I was like, That's no. a classic one, but it's just, I don't know, it's... It's 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 almost too hokey for me. If you notice my my entire list, most of it is like comedy or just like hijinks going on. Lots of hijinks. There's another one that she said. Oh, what's it called? It's, it's a it's a um, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't know. But again, those no are all jokes. like beautiful movies. Exactly. I I need more. Like the last one I have on my list is, for example, Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris, uh, or as I like to call it, the story of Carlos's love life put into film. You know, because I don't, I don't know if you've seen that one, but Ryan Reynolds plays a formerly super fat guy who left his hometown to pursue a career in the entertainment biz, and he's like an agent, I believe. And he's he gets in a really good shape, becomes super successful, and he's dating this singer who's like on top of the world. And then he's forced to come back home to his home onto his hometown for the holidays, and he gets stuck there. Uh, crazy hijinks happens. He ends up running into the girl that he always had a crush on when he was fat, um, and then he realizes he might love her still. So of course, everything that could possibly go wrong when he's trying to, I guess get closer to her again does go wrong and he ends up being very nerdy very awkward very shitty and just you know great movie similar to how a christmas uh, vacation movies everything that can possibly go wrong for them does go wrong this is in that type of movie just with dating though pretty much just with dating and my love life that's how that's how i was i think you i don't know if if you have not seen that watch it you're gonna love it. it Oh my god, you're gonna love it! It's honestly one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, shout out! There is a shout out to braces into coming into play. So old school Chris and you will definitely love it. Seriously, check that out. You're gonna laugh so hard. However, that's it. I don't have any more. I, I'm all done. I'm done. Cool. Well, I said, on, on that note, I think we have plenty to watch. I think you guys have plenty to watch. So let us know on the Frat Chat Podcast channel, what is your favorite Christmas movie? We'll put out a little poll and you guys can answer and tell us. However, I expect that this poll would be better than the last poll that we took where you guys said that SEMA was supposedly a better adult than me because I do not believe it's true. Uh, again, I'm still waiting for Rudy Giuliani to come to my defense and uh, correct this situation. 
And I mean, it's, I still it's gonna would happen. have won anyway, but I have a confession, and that is um, on the Frat Chat account, I voted for me. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You see these people? He just, he just admitted to fraud. It is here. I have evidence. It just, it's been put it out just there. One vote. Yeah, sure. One <laughs> vote. One vote. And I noticed uh, that Simo's dead grandma also voted for Simo. Yeah. Hmm. Very coincidental. Huh. Do not like it. Well, I will be the one curating this next poll. So make sure to check out all of our channels at Frat Chat Podcast on all social media and give me a follow at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and at Carlos Does World on the Twitter. And of course, make sure you follow Simo over here at Chris.more.comedy on Instagram and see more comedy on the Twitter. And last and, but not least, Crack Whore sure, Magazine. And Crack Whore Magazine. Yes, he will be on the cover again this month. It's been huge blowing up. Crack sales have never been higher, all thanks to Simo. Uh, and make sure you also check out the Moonlife Clothing, our amazing epic sponsor. They are on Instagram at the Moonlife Clothing and check out their website, themoonlife.com. Woo! That's all I got. Enjoy your Christmas, guys. Simo, get us out of here. Um, I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second ho ho ho. Tell your mother I said hi. Ho ho ho. And enjoy I'll your Christmas. Ho ho ho. Very upset. Uh, tell her if she wants to unwrap um, my gift, she can just sit on my lap this Christmas, and I will make sure Ew, make that happen. Gross. On that note, ciao. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Oh, oh, oh. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.